Hello and welcome to the Ambitions Podcast. I'm Lizzie, today I'm joined by Mandy. Today we're looking at the importance of first impressions and a few tips for interviews for both uh, candidates and also employers. Isn't that right, Mandy? Indeed we are. I think as a recruiter, we think we've sort of seen and heard it all sometimes and then there'll be a candidate that'll come along and surprise us and, and do something out there at an interview. Uh, definitely not a surprise sometimes, but uh, sometimes you're looking at CV and you're expecting, I suppose, a certain person to walk in the door and sometimes it doesn't quite match. Sometimes, you know, they're very nervous um, and that's not what you're expecting or sometimes they're extremely confident. Yeah, definitely. I think we can all agree that first impressions definitely matter. Um, everyone's heard the saying that interviewers make a decision on a candidate within the first few seconds. I think largely that's proven to be a bit of a myth, but I think there is still some truth in it that you do form, it's human nature, you form a judgment when you first meet someone, whether that's in an interview scenario or, or socially, but it is true you do. I think it's that halo effect, I think that's the old word for it, but um, I think if you're a candidate walking in you know, the first few minutes you probably are nervous. I think you should not worry too much about that. I think that's probably to be expected for some people. And I think you just need to not worry too much and think, uh, a bit like when I took my driving test, I sort of decided two minutes into it I'd failed. Actually, once I'd relaxed, thankfully I passed first time. But um, And I also think um, from a company perspective, you've got to give people time to warm up. So first impressions definitely I do realize when somebody walks in the door first few minutes you probably are but you probably just need to give them a chance yeah definitely one of the biggest things I always tell um, candidates that I'm talking to is that um, and I think this is really helpful for their nerves as well is that they should always remember that an interview is actually a two-way street so whilst you've got that sort of traditional scenario where nervous job applicant walks into a room desperately trying to impress the interviewer actually the uh, the candidate should actually look at it as a it's their opportunity as well to really try and under, uh, to try and ascertain if this is the job for them are these people people i want to work with is this a company i can see myself working within it's a two way street it is and you know as i say it's not a test you're not there to be tested you're there to see if two-way street is the job right for you are you right for them um, and I often think about candidates who sit downstairs waiting to be called in for an interview that can be nerve-wracking and um, I think if you're a company and you're running late it's you know it's obviously good manners but it's much nicer if you can just sort of make sure the person's aware if they're running late why offer them a drink because it is their first impression of your company as well it's definitely you know you've got to look at it from both sides and not just think well they're coming to me for a job you know, they should be grateful equally that, you know, they are looking at you as a business. First impressions work both ways. And I think from both a candidate and an employer, it's important to get the basics right. So we, you know, the, the, you know we don't want to sort of tell people things that they know already, but, but clearly some of the most basic things can sometimes be overlooked, such as smile, be friendly, and not just to your interviewer, to everybody that you meet. And likewise, from an, in, uh, an employer's perspective, if it's your culture that you want to go in and, and give someone a, you know, an Alan Sugar apprentice style grilling, then you know that perhaps says a lot about your business. But also, you know, if if that's not the image you want to portray, then smile, relax, and be friendly to help put them at ease as well. 
And you'll get the best out of a candidate, won't you? If somebody's relaxed, they're, they're going to be far better uh, from an interview point of view. Um, I wouldn't want to be interviewed in an Alan Sugar style. Um, you know, I'd want somebody to be asking me and I'd be thinking, as you say, I'm weighing them up as well. Is this somebody I want to work for? If you gave me a particularly hard time, would I want to work for you? You know, and, and in this day and age where candidates are a premium, you know, helping people and making them want to work for you, that interview will be a better interview. Yeah, definitely. And coming on to sort of presentation, I mean, a lot can be said about not making recruitment decisions based on how someone looks, because is that actually relevant to the job? But I think fundamentally presentation is important. I personally wouldn't go to an interview um, without paying some kind of thought to, to my appearance, um, whether that's what you're wearing, having your hairbrush, you know, your, your uh, you know, shoe shined, whatever that might be. I still feel that's quite relevant to you. I do, and I think we were talking earlier about whether, you know, how do you decide what to wear at interview? Um, and I do think you might look at the company and you might think they're very relaxed and you might know that they, you know, work uh, and dress in a very relaxed manner, but you're not sure and you're not sure who's going to be there on that interview day. So our suggestion would always be that you dress smartly for an interview. Listen, if you get the job, you can put your old jeans on to turn up for work, but you can't do that in reverse. So better to be well-dressed or yeah. well-presented for in interview. If you doubt, err on the side of caution and go with the smart. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I, I agree. I think it just shows that you care enough to have made an effort. Yeah. You've not just sort of rocked up in, um, you know, something that you've, you know, you would wear to the gym or something. You know, you, you've made an effort. You've, you've put on, um, you know, your best attire. And, and you look smart, you're clean and presentable. I mean, that's such basic. And you'll feel better. But it is important better. to point out. Yeah. yeah. And then there's obviously the added benefits to your confidence as well. Yeah, because you'll feel professional, um, you know, and you haven't got to worry about that. That's done, that's all to one side. You can concentrate on the interview. Yeah, I think when we talk about interview etiquette, um, something else we should definitely mention is that the bit that comes before the interview. So it's not just about when you actually turn up to the interview, you've turned up on time, um, but also the preparation that you've done in advance. And, and that's something that definitely applies to both sides, the, the candidate and the employer as well. I think if, if a candidate turns up for an interview, they might have spent a lot of time preparing, they might have researched, they might have looked on your website, they might have spoken to people, really found out a lot. And then if you get to an interview and the employer um, hasn't put that level of preparation in, perhaps they've forgotten you're coming, perhaps they haven't prepared questions, it doesn't feel very structured, that can have a real negative impact. And likewise, if, if you're an interviewer and you're expecting a candidate to have put some effort in and done a bit of research and actually you say, what do you know about the business and they can't answer you or they ask you a question such as, what's this job again? Yeah, um, and there's nothing worse than somebody do? who's unprepared. Some, you know. Somebody who actually says, do you know what our company do? And the answer is, well, n no, I'm not really sure. Yeah. It's probably not, you, you know. Not, it's a big interview turn It's off. a big interview turn off. And, and, you know, turning up on time even before the interview. So if you've got a notebook, you've got notes, I always think it's a really good tip if you know who's interviewing you, just write those down in your almost a cheat sheet so what do you know about the company so you can refer to that but I think if you can if you can show that you, you particularly if you even know the interviewer's name if you can refer to them by name again you just it's all points for you um, you know for your success at the interview yeah absolutely I think another another good tip that I always like to share with candidates is have sort of an I think they call it an elevator pitch that's probably a very American term prepared which is a few sentences a couple of minutes just to sort of concisely summarize who you are, what your experience is, um, and a little bit about yourself. Just just something interesting, just brief, 
just because you might, you, you don't know, you can't ever predict exactly how an interview is going to go, whether it's a very formal interview, informal, any kind of questions can come at you left field and you don't know what's going to be asked. But I think if somebody just opens the questioning, um, tell me about yourself, Actually, when you're put on the spot, that's a difficult that, question is, to answer. It is difficult, yeah. and I think having those few sentences prepared up your sleeve can actually stand you in good stead for the rest of the interview and make you feel a bit more confident. Yeah, and I think, I mean, I'm calling it a cheat sheet. I'm just saying something ready prepared so that if you're actually sat there stumped, you've got something to refer to. Um, you know, because often that will happen, won't it? You'll get a question fired at you and you don't know what to say. And again, it's probably better to say, you know, whether it's something you could come back to or could you have a few minutes to think about it. Better to do that than just, you know, blurt out something that might not be relevant. Yeah, absolutely. And I think good etiquette for me um, as well would be that the, you'd expect the employer to have a copy of your application CV, however you've, you've reached the interview stage in front of them, so that they're using that as a tool to interview you from. Um, and, and obviously, you, you know, you should be familiar with that document. We talk about tailoring your CV um, to the job that you're applying for, but obviously if you've tailored your CV, or perhaps you've got a very varied background, um, you know, Obviously, everything that you put on your CV is, is obviously and should obviously be true and accurate, but remembering what you've led with for that application, I think, is good etiquette as well. So, you know, you don't want to be saying, what did that, what, what did my CV say again? And, 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 no. that, and, and, and that may come as a surprise to some people, but I have heard of that in interview scenarios before. Yeah, and I think on the other side of that, uh, you know, if you're going to interview somebody and you've received a CV or whatever details you have, um, you, you should have read that beforehand because from an applicant point of view, uh, a candidate, if you're saying, sorry, just tell me where did you last work or whatever, again, it's, it's how interested both parties are in each other is how well that interview will go. Absolutely. So if we sort of come on to specific tips um, for candidates then, what would you say are the most important things that, that you would say? So to summarise, um, I think we're sort of saying preparation is key. Um, smiling when you go in making you know making a pleasant experience for both parties having your facts there having your facts about your cv what job you're you're intending to apply for um having a cheat sheet i think is a particularly good idea um and at the end summarizing the interview finding out next steps and having some questions that you might have prepared because often people will say to you at the end is there any questions you have and obviously the common one we hear is you know when when somebody might say, um, how many days holiday do I get? That's probably a bit of a turn off. Um, you know, it needs to be something, um, you know, a, a bit better. So what would the next process would be? Thank you very much for the time for seeing me. Um, I'm very interested in the position, you know, summarising what you're looking for, why you think it'd be right for you. Um, and then obviously, um, just making sure that they understand that you're keen to take the position at the end. Yeah, I think acting like you want the job yeah really, indeed. just to sort of really show that you're committed and um, you know you're interested I think is it's quite nice for an employer to, to sort of know that because yeah. it can be quite difficult from the employer's point of view to really get a well get sometimes a indeed they'll come out and say oh I don't know if the person liked it and then mm. obviously the feedback we get is oh yeah I'd really would like to work there so sometimes it doesn't come across the interview one of the things um, you know I would say to somebody as well is it would be very car very good to sort of send 
uh, even if it's an email, probably in today's day and age, rather than a letter, but just thanking them for their time, seeing you and how keen you are on the position, because sometimes people just don't realise that it might not have come across an interview. Yeah, definitely, it might just give you that edge. Yeah, indeed. I think something else I'd add, add as well is is really paying attention to what the employer is saying, um, the, the interviewer is saying, sorry, and, and really listening to the questions. I think employers are looking um, for somebody that can answer quite concisely, um, and, and to do that, you really need to sort of listen and understand the question. And I think it's fine to ask if you don't understand the question. If you're sat in the candidate seat, if you're not really sure what they're asking of you, I think to, to ask that's great. I think as well um, we should cover off some tips for employers. If there's any employers listening um, to the podcast today, um, things that, that are important that they should remember in, you know, etiquette-wise for interview. Um, and I think we've covered a lot of these earlier, but I think one of those things is does your interview process match the culture of your business? Are you portraying the the right sort of thing that you want to portray and is that an accurate representation of your business as a whole and that needs to be updated I think that's one of the things that may happen is you know you may interview in a style that you've always interviewed in um, and that can go on for many many years and actually is that sort of culture you want to represent because just because that's how you've always done it doesn't mean you know that will be right and and that might be different sort of format interviews it might be introducing other people into the interview it might be showing people around the company you're there to sell your company obviously you want people to want to work for you so it's not just a straight interview you know and then in the hope that that person wants the job because that's the worst you think you've selected the best candidate you think they're keen and then they don't want to accept your role yeah. just because how the interview went so yeah. you know at the end of the day you've got to remember that you are trying to sell your company as well yeah and i think in a similar vein it's important to manage your candidates in a way that's respectful and polite and i think that can speak volumes about you as a business in terms of Candidates will want to know, when am I going to hear something? How am I going to hear? Just so they've got an expectation in their mind. You know, Are they going to be hanging on for two weeks? Because that's the largest your, frustration, isn't it? One of your decision makers is on yeah. holiday. Or are you going to ring them later that day? Are you going to provide individual feedback? You, know, you need to take a stance on, actually, I've interviewed three people. The two people that aren't going to get the job. Perhaps it's nice to be able to take some time out, even though you're not selecting them, to actually, you know, whether it's five, ten minutes, just to say... This is and it is valuable, I think that's yeah, because even if you don't get the job, you know, that sort of extra input from a client will, will definitely give you a good impression. So, um, and company and, and uh, candidates often ask us, could you tell us why or what the feedback is? Um, and the companies that do go to the trouble of actually sort of offering feedback, because it could be something quite simple they did wrong, or it could be something they just have seen somebody with more experience, but at least the, the candidate knows uh, and they don't feel like they've wasted their time and they will be left with a better impression of your company. Thank you.